Happy, happy New Year, listeners. The date is January the 2nd, 2019. Woo! You. This is uh, State of Play, a BBL podcast. And we've got a bit of a got a bit of an ad hoc evening for you. Um, I'm Alistair. I'm Nick. And I'm Miles. And do you want to introduce yourselves, boys, over the uh, Skype machine? Well, I'm Ollie, as usual. I'm Jono. I was just here when Ollie called. There you go. So we have, we have Jono replacing Rangar tonight. Uh, because our usual fifth member is out camping. So we have the usual five lineup, but, um, you know, you might not have it as nicely gelled as you've heard in the past with our slick premium content. And to add to that, we, we do have the Thunder hosting the Scorchers over at Spotless Stadium on the TV as we record. As so. we record. So this is going to be quite the uh, holiday holiday chat, I would assume. A bit, a bit rusty around the edges, recovering from a big New Year's. Oh, where are New Year's, boys? Uh, very late. I went to bed at 4 a.m. And oh. uh, the, the first of the year was a bad one. It was nice. very sore in the head. <laughs> I, so. I bet. Oh, I he's gone. He's gone. Oh, oh Maxi Klinger's given out. Clingers. And they've gone, for the, they've gone for the run out as well. Sorry to everyone listening to this that you can't actually watch this, but just jump on the Cricket Australia app and you can see Maxi get done by a slider from Farward Ahmed. Now, I think Farward's been... Um, He's always on the fringe, isn't he? Well, like maybe a wrong one from him there. He like he he really he's really been undone by Nathan Lyon, sort of getting the nod from the green keeper. Well, Shane Warne actually, I think, quite recently said that he was Australia's second best spinner. Oh, what I mean, classic Warney, <laughs> right? I mean, he's definitely better than Zampa. Oh, oh, we can all agree on yeah. that. <laughs> isn't isn't, isn't Warney also though just absolutely frothing the Swepson? Isn't that his main? Oh, he his does main rate thing? Swep a bit, I think. I don't rate Swep in. I don't rate any Hobart Hurricane bowler in any way, shape, or form when it comes to spin. Is Swep's in a heat bowler? He is. I was just about to say, Cameron Boyce. <laughs> just a side note. I don't, <laughs> I don't. Oh no, Cameron Boyce is playing with the Stars, isn't he? Uh, I I don't keep up to date with Cameron Boyce. One of them. He's one of the Melbourne team because I was watching them. He was playing in in the Melbourne derby last night. Yeah, which we, maybe does bring us to the games, which which we will we'll, <laughs> we'll in our yeah. roundabout way get to. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was a, it was. I mean. What do you think of the Derby thing when it comes to Big Bash? Well, the Melbourne Derby tends to fill up the MCG. Mm. Which sure, no did mean. last night though. That third tier was looking a little yeah, bit empty. I <laughs> oh, really did. did. Did they have an official crowd number? Ah, oh, look, it wouldn't have cracked over fifty. Right. But I mean, I remember that it was weird when that year. What they had they, like, they cracked ninety thousand, didn't they? That's unbelievable. Yeah. For for, a, for a, I think it was the biggest domestic figures that they've ever had since Don Bradman I'm, was I'm playing pre- the game. I, I'm pretty sure worldwide though that was one of the largest domestic figures. I, I think is that yeah, am I right to say? W- yeah, yeah. I think I think that is correct. But I mean, what are the nicknames that you can give? I mean, got, so we have got the Melbourne Derby, obviously. I'm just thinking like the AFL. I mean, the only other I mean, Derby one's really called the Sydney Smash, isn't it? That's true. Yeah, like that. It is, and they've they've given it the name. <laughs> so, Wait, well, th- there you go. Oh, what's this in that for? Is this in that for meth? <laughs> All right, <laughs> should we get onto the game wrap? <laughs> 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 now, what we're going to do this week is we're going to go team by team and go through their results in a very brief way and then talk about each team. And in that, you're going to have a game wrap. So we've got a very concise action plan for you this evening. So we'll start at the bottom of the table with uh, the Brisbane Heat, who've got no wins from any of their games. The Bash Bros. Down the, to- down Letting the, the team down. Bash Failed. <laughs> Since we've last spoken, they have only played the one game. That was the New Year's game uh, where they hosted the Sixers. It's true. Um, so I think they are. They have got a game in hand on on most of the teams, having played. I think just the three. 
Might pull them out. Just three? a three. I've got, I've got just three, yeah. yeah. Gosh, it, was just three. The, it was just the sixes then. That was a great game, though. Yeah, despite a, a Chris Lynn masterclass of 84, bringing the heat to 164, the sixes managed to chase it down thanks to Moises Enriquez and Jordan Silk with three balls in hand. And also really like nicely finished off there by, um, who's there? Other international... Is it Tom Curran? Tom Curran. Tom Curran mm. really stepped in too. So I feel like uh, the, the Sixers are really a team to me when I think about them. Really? I I, I think the Sixers are my lowest rated team for this year. And I, I, I actually can't believe they're in second place right now. <laughs> yeah. But like when I say they're a team, I mean like they don't have... They don't rely heavily on one player in no, my opinion. But I'm pretty sure at, at least three times have scored under 100 this, this season. I think it's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say three. For real, three times. Uh, I know it's at least twice. Well, let's talk about Sydney Sixers now. Just like you know, while we're on them, Heat, <laughs> Heat, not much eight, to talk about. Pretty there. trash. I th- I th- they're probably already almost out of finals contention. I think they're absolutely out of finals contention. Oh yeah, it's hard to see yeah. them coming back. But cricket is one, especially T20 is one of those sports where the team that turns up on the night can win. And if they win their remaining games, there's still a long way to go. Oh, in the season. got him. Sorry, Bancroft. So, oh. so the scorches are currently at three for fifty, chasing. Uh, one twenty odd on what apparently is a very oh, one forty odd. One forty odd, pardon me. On what apparently is a very hard pitch to play. So, I mean, but but returning to the Sixers, three times under a hundred is that the can, Sixers can have not that? actually once scored less than a hundred. Really? No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you think uh, you think of the Heat? No, no, no. I'm I'm thinking that the Heat. No, sorry. I'm thinking the Sixers regularly regularly they're uh, they are six foot. 40 or oh, so. Oh, yeah, they do rely on, on their on Yeah, the and then I think it's Curran comes in and maybe um, there's another player that comes in and they usually really bat out the innings and get them the 100, get another 50 runs to get to 130 or so. I think Jordan Silk is an absolute godsend for that team. Because, like, the fact that he does he come in at five for them or four? It's, it's four or five that he comes in. And he really holds it together and, and puts them over the line. And I noticed in his last innings um, against the Heat, he was just playing good test cricket shots, like knocking him around for two, chasing 160, and often the ball the ball to runs required ratio was really, really heavily skewed in the, the balls getting lower favour. But mm. it didn't seem explosive at all in that chase. And I feel like that's the way to do it in T20, as as unsatisfying as that is for the fans. Well, let's what we let's just let's do it. Let's talk about how the Sixers have gone since we last spoke on Christmas Eve. They uh have played three games actually since since then. Well, so they've been they've been busy. The magenta machine. Yeah, that's right. So they hosted the stars um and got destroyed. <laughs> uh stars chasing their 130 down um with plenty of balls in hand. Hanscom Taking them out of the match. That's um, true. Peter Hanscom's first game back post from getting dropped. Yeah. Duties. Oh, who appears set for a test spot tomorrow? For what it's worth, Peter Hanscom. Mm. Yeah, mm. for real. Yeah, really? no, he's back. <laughs> no really? way. In, so that's disgusting. Instead of who? Instead of who? Um, Finch is oh. there, is the kind of most likely call. And Usman Khawaja's gone on, up the order. Yeah, on the Twitter sphere. Apparently, during training at the SCG, they showed they were kind of like. They must have been doing scorecard engineering or something, but they showed Kawaja zero from zero and Harris zero from zero uh, like kind of on the thing. Oh and, yes. and all the journos there saw, ooh. 
that really, that's that our really opening combination like, for tomorrow. That really is like Comic Con test cricket, you know, looking for any <laughs> sign of of, it what, is. of what's going down. The old scoreboard test. So, because what a great way that'd be to throw journals off. Oh, the order as well. <laughs> if the SCG staff have just thought we're just going to join the game. The alternative is is maybe they just want to put Finch down the order. And there, there's a number of alternatives. Um, Labor Shane seems set for a spot. <sighs> they wouldn't bring him into the squad otherwise. Probably, but and then um, it seems like that Hanscom will then be instead of Finch, and they'll put Kawaja up the order. Yeah. Well, at, at risk of cheating on the code that we are selling ourselves to, we will keep rolling through yeah, these yes. games. But there is some chat for you to to chew on. So a loss to the Stars was followed up with a demolition uh, of the Renegades down in Melbourne, um, with debutant Ben Menenti. Um, with some pretty incredible figures of two for 13 from his four overs. Oh, oh, got it. Shane Watson's just taken a one-hander. It's Actually, a no, guys, is he ever a golden duck? No, uh, I, I, think think it's it's a, I think it's a two-ball duck. Yeah. Oh. And the scorches are falling apart. And well, Ahmed looks shocked that he's actually... Should, should <laughs> we, we'll, um, we'll, we'll finish off the Sixers games. <laughs> oh, we, We've talked a little bit about that, the Heat game, which they won by five wickets. Scorch is sitting second from bottom of the table, to everyone's surprise. And looks like they're about... To lose another one. Another one, I, yeah. Is a Scorcher's second last just because they've just had some bad oh. luck in yeah, games? Yeah, I, I feel like they've had quite a few close ones. I'm, I'm not sure you've got the, the games up there. I feel like they've had quite a few close ones, but then they really just haven't kicked in when it's been crunch time. Yeah, it's just, it's almost to me, it's like a matter of they haven't necessarily played poorly. They've either just been caught out on a rough deck like we're witnessing at the moment as we record this or. Well, the issue seems to be that a lot of their quicks just aren't... Like, the same as what we were talking about last week, really. Their quicks just aren't performing. Andrew Tyre's out of form. Massively see, I, out of form. See, I feel like that was what one of the, that was one of their strong points in previous seasons. Hugely Yeah, you know, remember when they had Mitchell Johnson coming in? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was right. mental. Even, even when he dropped down to 130 from, his, <laughs> from, yeah. from that one Ashes series yeah. that he bowled well. So, um, since Christmas, Perth have played... Um, this is their third game as we speak. Um, they destroyed Adelaide in a very uninteresting and low-scoring affair. Really, really boring Adelaide game. fell apart for 88. And Which I, I was incredibly surprised by that from Adelaide as well. Well, they've had a, a pretty up-and-down season themselves, but we'll, we'll get to them soon. Um, so Adelaide only made 88. Perth chased that down um, with two overs in hand. So that seems kind of... Tight, but that that really indicates yeah, pretty comfortable. It, it really was quite a one-sided game. I who, feel. Who is the what are the ball? I, I don't. I, I'm statsless tonight because my phone's out of mm. battery, so I'm going to be asking a lot of questions. Oh yeah, so that that was very much that. Um, Joe Richardson had a field day against Adelaide. He took uh, in his four overs, no three overs, three for seven. Really <laughs> three. Oh. well, they probably had him lined up to bowl the nineteenth, yeah. the twentieth. It's going to be one of the best of the series so far. Surely, I can't think of unless one of the. One of the Afghan super boys. Oh, 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 oh here we go. Oh, Run out. Oh, oh, close. Good stuff. We have um, the best everyone. bowling <laughs> figures so far actually belong to Daniel Sams against the Stars. Daniel Sams, a man. Three for five. Wow. He's having an, he's, he is having an outing he, um, of it. He's playing well. And uh, anyway, so the, that loss, sorry, that defeat of Adelaide was followed by a loss to the undefeated Hobart, Riley Meredith. The Kane took a lot of wickets. Kane very, train. very strong. The Kane's are back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And Corn, Corn Rose is playing his part. We'll get to that um, much later. But, I, like, but that, for mm. example, is, is what I'm talking about. Like, I didn't feel like Perth did stacks wrong in that game. I mean, sure, they probably... 
failed in the simple things more than the Canes did. They maybe didn't capitalise on a couple of good starts. And obviously Cameron Bancroft making his exit after a much-hyped uh, return to the fray hurt them quite a bit. Lots of uh, booing as well on that game, plenty apparently. Of, yeah, plenty, plenty of that for him, which is just to be expected, really. Yeah. So it's, it is interesting. I think it's an interesting observation because you only need three batsmen, really, to make a start to have a successful T20 innings. But Cartwright, 29 from 35, not good enough. Agar, 32 from 37, also not good enough. Coulton Isle then only had two overs. He batted 14 balls for his 20. But he, he had a great... Oh, oh that's, that's a out. run out of the, of, the, of the series. I just called that right there. <laughs> wow. Uh, look up Hilton Cartwright uh, against the uh, the run out Looks against like the Thunder. Ahmed's done it. Ahmed is all it is, um, it is rebounded of Joe Butler's foot into the stumps. He uh, didn't slide his bat well enough. Oh, no he way. He's watching the replay right now. Going for the direct hit. Uh, Joe Butler has socials. pulled at MS Doney. Oh, oh, no, oh, sorry. Oh, no, sorry, it was a direct hit. Oh, I apologize. He's getting his foot out of the way. He's got the footwork on, but yeah. <laughs> it looks I, like I think no one is not more surprised by this. I'm from this. That's incredible. At the moment. So Scorchers going down to Hobart and now... I think we can call it that they're going down to the Thunder at Spotless again. Oh, they're currently them, 5 oh, for 54. But just, I wouldn't call it just yet. T20 <laughs> is a, it's an interesting game. Uh, um, should we move on to the Melbourne Renegades? Move on to the Renegades. Now, they've started well, but I feel like they're starting to lose their way a tiny bit. Cameron White and his uh, Knights of... Knights of Red. Knights of Fight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really don't rate the Melbourne Renegades. I kind of feel like they're a nothing team. They just There's nothing really there for me. They just, I don't know. It's uh, maybe maybe I'm biased as a Sydney cider, but Melbourne re- Renegades in the in the toilet. Mister Mister Hathaway, what what are you, what are your thoughts on the Renegades season? Uh, look, it's an interesting name. Uh, they sound like a team that uh, cares about cricket, uh, <laughs> and. And that's about it. They care about cricket. all the best for them. Yeah, as long as they have fun. Jono, what could the Renegades uh, do to make you watch their games a bit more? Maybe if they, I don't know, I don't know. If they all join the Australian side and played against India tomorrow morning at ten thirty. Oh wow! Just watch a, their game. He's on. He's on top of it. <laughs> yeah. I, actually, would take. I actually want to come back to what you touched on there a little bit later in this episode. Um, but let, let's blow through the Renegades games. So they've had two losses since... since <laughs> <laughs> two losses for the Renegades since Christmas, going down to the Sixers um, by 33 runs, making nine for 99 uh, in response to Sydney's 132. And then losing to the Stars in the big derby l- last night. Last night, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Night. And in a completely uninteresting affair. Very uninteresting. I had it on, but... Was really not, it, it, not, it, one, it was not re- one for the watchers. It was really quite a stale game. I mean, Marcus Stoinis played a very, very class innings and yeah, showed showed true. what a great one day player he is. Really, like with mm. um being able to tonk it around and tick the strike over, which is fast sort of becoming the new the new thing in chases. Now, here's a fun stat for you: in 15 BBL games at the MCG, 13 of them have been won by the team chasing. Really? Say it again. In 15 BBL games at the MCG thus far, 13 of them have been won by yeah. the team chasing. Well, it seems to be in 2020, in one day games more and more, the default is bat second, like ball first. It is incredibly interesting given how, you know, I remember watching T20 in, when I was in year six and it was basically all about the, the gimmick of the yeah. batsman. Remember they used to have their nicknames on the back of the jerseys. I love that. I do yeah. like that yeah. too. Yeah. How Adam Gilchrist's name was Church. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Or Andrew Simons was Cream, I believe. 
I mean, yeah. I remember the church one. Yeah. Yeah, look, I, I agree with you, Nick. I feel yeah. like the Renegades are sort of the middle kid of the BBL. <laughs> and they, they always they always have been, really. Yeah, I no, mean, yeah, they've, they've, had a, uh, they've had a few exciting seasons with inclusions such as Chris Gale, I believe. Did he That's not right. play? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. He did. yeah. I, I completely I'm, I'm about pretty that. sure he was playing for the Renegades when he scored his 12 ball 50, actually. Yeah, yes, that was, yes. the, that was amazing. Blush Baby mm. was with the Renegades, too. Has, mm. and, but he was with the Thunder for, first. He was, he? yeah. Has he been with anyone else? Or is he just, uh, no, just he sticking with the guides? Chases the money. Now, why, right. why is Dwayne Bravo the only West Indian out at the moment in the BBL? Yeah, I don't know. It's Where's Braithwaite? Chris, Braithwaite? Oh, Braithwaite? No, no, no. He's, he's in Bangladesh, I'm pretty sure. Yep, that's right. No, yeah, you, that's a good point. No, we haven't got no. Andre Russell. Yeah, no, Dre Russ. No, Darren Sammy. Uh, who, who else? Was, was you, the year when saying? um was it uh, uh Andre Russ was playing with the Thunder and they they won the title man he was yeah, a fantastic he was bowler yeah. unbelievable yeah I, and he's bat- he came out batted Bushk well, and he came in a bold and I believe he's ser- he just finished or he he, he served a ban recently oh. really for drugs yeah <laughs> <laughs> why <laughs> I, why am I not surprised yeah. <laughs> the, the most West Indian yeah. of things to occur. I mean, I mean, good on them in my opinion. Like actually sticking to international duties and rebuilding. Uh, all credit to your Windies. Yeah. Should we move on? Yeah, let's keep blowing around. Uh, next up, uh, Adelaide. We, we've mentioned a couple of their games. They got destroyed by Perth on Boxing Day, um, and they also won a pretty good game on New Year's Eve at the traditional Adelaide Oval New Year's Eve game, beating the Thunder by thunder. twenty runs. Yep. I didn't watch any of that game. Could someone mm. tell me what happened? Yeah, Siddle had a had a great day. Hit a Siddle. Yeah, took wow. three for twenty from his four overs. Wow. And successfully defended 175. Thank you to Alex Carey and the excellent um South African um Ingram. Yeah, Ingram. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, up and the, down for the strike. Yeah, it, it, it really is up and down. That, that 175 in one game, which I believe might be the top score. Uh, no, no, I think no. Thunder have got no, 180 no, something. No, oh, I guess no, the I'm, I'm joking. There's, there's a game that I missed on the 28th that we'll get to uh, with, with significantly higher scores. Um, anyway, so Adelaide, up and down. Yeah, up and down. Uh, 88 um, was um, no, 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 tra- no, Travis Head's big, I think. Yeah, given how consistent he is with both bat and ball, that's a real gaping hole. There yeah, really, really in the batting lineup as well. I feel, I feel like he gives them uh, with him. They'd be probably uh, four from four or three from four, but without without them, he just it's a big hole. I I, I absolutely am with you on that. Mm. I think um you know Rohit Khan continues to um Khan. Rashid Khan. Rashid Khan. <laughs> oh goodness, uh, continues to um. Really light up the BBL, I think, with his with his bowling Condolences and his batting as well. Yes. He has my pick for maximum of the week, which we'll get to later. Oh, we'll, we'll, we will get to that. The, the um, flat batted slap, I loved it. Uh, uh, his uh, father uh, actually passed away just this week, so condolences to him. Yeah, yeah. well, did, yeah, yeah. Rashid, I'm very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, d- I highly doubt you're listening, given the events of your yeah. week. But is, is he going to keep playing for Adelaide? Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. He uh, he played against, I believe, the Thunder the day after his dad passed away and. Got a few wickets, which was really nice. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I feel really disappointed. I didn't Pretty big for him. Yeah, watch it. You yeah. know, the, the the big bash is uh is clearly the um. I mean, it must be what? a bit. It must be a big deal for people oh. for people to be able to stay out there and mm. and keep plugging away. Look, I, I get really excited when I watch Adelaide play. In all honesty, yeah. I love seeing Alex Carey. I think he's the grumpiest looking wicketkeeper I've seen <laughs> in my life. And it's it just makes me so happy every time that he just frowns at the camera. 
<laughs> I think he's I think he's and Jake Lehman obviously as well just continues to excite. What I mean, why are they up and down? What's, uh, what I feel like the batting lineup. Is so it think, about, well, didn't they get the eighty one game? The next yeah. game they got one hundred and seventy something. I think it's it's a that's what inexperience gives. It's mm. not necessarily that they've got the worst batsman. It just when you're less experienced, it means you you can't perform week in week out. I, I that's my take. One ones to watch the dark horse at this stage of the yeah. comp. You could say. Um, yeah, still very much in in the in finals contention. Mm. Let's go over to the Thunder, who are next up, and they're sitting in. Fourth, oh, this game delivery. Ahmed is on fire. Yeah, this I mean, one. and for, so they're playing now against the Scorchers, and they they look set for a win on a pitch that is just keeping low, and then bouncing up every every other ball. Um, I think Thunder look great this year. I to be think honest. I think Thunder will be finals. Won't win, but I think finals. I think it's just nice to see them be somewhat reliable for once. Yeah, for like, once. Like, like they're the GWS of the of the BBL. Yeah, they are a bit. Because like when they started out, I mean, it was Terrible. all... Terrible. Yeah, it was awful. I mean, it's a bit like when you've got Chris Rogers as your captain, <laughs> there's a bit of a disconnect there with how T20 works, I'm, I believe. I'm pretty sure when... So when they won the, the premiership, that was the 11th game in the BBL that ever won, and it was in this fifth season, <laughs> which kind of shows how good they were in the first yeah. four seasons. It also just shows... The, the absolute fairy tale of Michael Hussey's career. Yeah. yeah. That he's able to almost single-handedly yeah. pull the Thunder into that sort of So position. since Christmas, the Thunder played a thriller against Hobart. They set 193 and looked set for a win. And then Matty Wade brought them home with 85. Danny Sam's really lost that game, I think. Yeah. yeah. Got <laughs> four the, overs, yeah. Got ta- nearly, nearly made the 60 that we've earmarked Lord Pope. Yeah, Lord that's Pope right. Yeah. He doesn't. It, like if he plays Is again, Pope still playing. I think he's been axed from the um <laughs> from the lineup. In all honesty, I saw him drop yeah. a few in the dugout in um in yeah, one of their that's recent right. games. This is pretty funny. Um, look, that second last over went for I think twenty four, wasn't it? Mm. That was that was that's the over I kind of felt like. I feel like we might have lost anyway, but that's when you you, know, you uh, turn the TV off. And yeah, when, yeah, when, George- when your no ball is getting hit for a yeah. six, there's there's really no way. Way back. I, I, I do love the Thunder, but it was great oh. to see George Bailey perform in, in mm. a pressure situation. Oh, that he, was he took, amazing. He got 23 off 10, just cracked a few boundaries. I feel like he cracked his first ball for six. And I, one of my all-time favourite BBL moments, I think, is... I can't even remember who it was against, but is George Bailey taking the um the leg side loft up over the scoreboard at Bell Reef in, an, in a similarly big chase. I think it was like two years ago now. Um Potentially against the Sixers, maybe. Mm. I feel I feel like the the hurric the hurric the Hurricanes are. We'll get to them later, but very much a big chase total. And I so think they've got um, the record for they're like got two or three of the highest run chases in the Big Bash history. But I feel like that's a tough love game for the Thunder. Like now that they've got the consistency, they've got those key members they can rely upon. I think it's always good for you know y- yeah. your Sams to get spanked for twenty four and. And be able to come back stronger from it. Um, aside from the Hobart game, they I lost. Got hung up on that. Game yeah, it's all, right. it's all good. It was a great game. <laughs> they lost to Adelaide, obviously on, on New Year's Eve, as we talked about, and now about to beat Perth. And just looking here at um, young leg spinner Jonathan Cook, and the Thunder have gone for a very spin-heavy lineup with him, very Green, and Ahmed. Spin, spin-heavy. Um, it seems like the right pitch for it, but you know he's, he's gone for twelve runs from. Th- he's only got two balls left to bowl now. Left to go. Is, is Watson bowling for the Thunder? No. No. I was going to say, I haven't seen yeah. him just like limmer in over the past um, few I do games. miss seeing him run up with his... 
technical action. I think good. I think the Thunders have have depth all round, and I think mm. that makes them very very. I think there's still confidence issues because of that stat that you just said there, Nick. Like the mm. fact that they. They still, like, I probably won the least amount of games mm. of any team in the BBL. They have, I saw it actually, yeah. The Scorchers have won the most, I believe. Um, and Thunder are quite heavily behind. Yeah, so there's always, so they'll just be that sort of, I guess, culture issue more than anything. But, I mean, I agree with you. I, I reckon potentially even a finals berth for them if yeah. they're able to bring it together. Yeah. But let's have, look at the, let's have a look at the stars. I, I believe by now we have actually covered every game since Christmas, but we'll just... We'll just wrap up how they went. So Stars losing to the... Oh, sorry, beating the Sixers comfortably in Sydney on the 27th and then beating the Renegades comfortably last night. So they're, they're in an upturn. That's their first two wins of the seri- of the season. So how the hell are they in third? Uh, well, winning two. There's actually <laughs> six teams, I think. No, uh, four, four, four teams, teams. that are, have had two wins. Yep. Yeah, and Thunder about to... Hopefully. Move up to yeah three and five, which will be uh thunder. If thunder win this, they'll move up to second place. Yeah, this is quite a tight field. Yeah, like and emerging. If my take is that there's one obviously best team and there's one obviously worst team, and there's six teams in the middle. Yeah, um, mm. I think so. Yeah, that's Melbourne. Um, in second are the Sixers, and we've covered them. And then Hobart, are well, the front runners for the yeah. season. Uh, I'm I'm a bit surprised at this actually. Really? Yeah. I, I've always felt that Hobart have had a very, very bash bash kind of heavy lineup. And with Wade Wade is in fantastic form. Can you imagine across all levels, oh, across all formats? Unbelievable form. I'm again still shocked that he can't find a test level berth given how well he's been going domestically all year. And I mean he's he's eighty five leading from the front in that win over the over the Thunder was particularly significant. But I mean Sorry, you were about to say something, Nick. No, I've just got a question. Do you think T uh, BBL performance should be considered when picking the test team? Great Because I don't, I don't think it should, but I think a lot of people do consider it. What do you reckon, Miles? In fact, what do you reckon, Jono? First off, let's start with you. Oh, oh no. Another run. Yeah. I, think he's, I think he's safe. He's safe, oh, but the old, the old underarm yeah. goes for the direct. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's all happening. performance should be considered for test cricket. Uh are you still there? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. What's your, t- yeah, what's your take, Jono? I don't know. I, th- I just thought you were so in awe by that shot. Um, Jono's uh, actually speaking to our listeners. If you're yeah, yeah, yeah. Into the podcast. Uh, look, <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I think that Big Bash is a very different game from Test cricket. Uh, it's the jerseys are a different color. Um, it's a different time of day. I think all those factors just play into it. So um, that's my thing. <laughs> well, it's fair, yeah. <laughs> the, the jerseys are a different colour, and you never know how, that, how that's going to mentally play on, play on people. Oh, yeah, catch. it's a it's a good question, Nick. And like, oh, some little kid has got taken out by a ball. I feel like Peter Hanscom is back in the squad, primarily on Big Bash form, mm. which worries me a tiny bit. Oh. Um, I think maybe for one day form, I would rely on it, particularly for bowling, mm. because I feel like one day is pati- like. The last 20 overs of the first innings of an ODI straight away. Like, there's a very, very abrupt mode switch and it's, and it's a T20, especially the last 10 overs. So for bowling with, with that, absolutely. But as far as tests go... Uh, it, I, I think it really shouldn't. Um, I think it does a little. And I think the test selection criteria is so unclear. It's so... It, it really is... 
anyone's guess as to why it happens to be that. So why Labashane? Why Labashane's the yeah. one to. Or why Mitch Marsh got a run in Boxing Day after not performing in the Sheffield Shield when he was told to go back there and make runs and take wickets, and neither happened. And there we He's go. Still got picked. I I, w- I do want to do a very quick little segment because I, I I'm oh good delivery. I'm enjoying this chat. Let's blow through each team really quickly. We won't name a person each, but we'll go person for person, team for team. Mm. Who would you slot into the test squad on BBL form for the Sydney? I'm going to take the time? obvious one, Fatty Wade. Send Fatty him Wade. in. Okay, so that the Canes covered. Yep. Uh, we'll, yeah. We'll go in. We'll go in table format going okay. down. Second into sixes, I would say Moises. Would, oh, uh, I think I actually think he'd be a pretty good pick. Anyway, not yeah. even just on big bash form. Uh, he's actually he's really really coming good the past couple of months. Um, his back end of shield has been great too. Next up is stars. stars. So I think Maxi, Stoinis. Oh, oh, sure, oh. Uh, uh, either I, I I think either could uh could play in the test team. Uh, I did forget about Stoinis to be fair. <laughs> the, so. the the master of the BDL. Yes. Um. Yeah. I think either Maxi or Stoinis could be a good inclusion. Ollie, who are we taking from the Thunder? Oh, I, oh man. Oh, maybe not. Sam's just like the, apart from that last game against Hobart. He'd be a bit of a bolter. He'd be a massive bolter. But the other potential bolter is um, Jason Sanger. A, a lot of people yeah. have thrown his name around recently as well, which I, I mean, I'm really skeptical. But sorry, Ollie, this is this is your time. No, no, no. Sanger is a good shout. I, he's got a what a shield century recently and. Great give him a year or two, but great game yeah. against the stars too. Uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll spare you, Jono. Miles, um, <laughs> let's. Uh, I've, got, I've got a very good opinion, but it's fine if you don't hear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, we, we we put it in. We can put it in the bonus content uh, oh, okay. from from the Gates. Who do you take, Kane? Renegades. Oh, have I skipped someone? <laughs> yeah, yeah. St- strikers are sitting in in fifth. I'm taking Jake Lehman from the Strikers. He's right. played okay. Um, uh, yeah, we'll go with Jake Lehman. I'd agree with that. And then it's the Gades, I believe. Yeah. Uh, from the Renegades, oh, sheesh, there's not much to write home about going on that team. I would say Cameron White, bring the old yeah. experienced head back. Not, not Klinger? Wait, are you doing the, the Gades or the Scorchers? Talking the Gades. Yeah, oh, yeah. on the Gades. But uh, the sc- uh, oh, okay. I would bring um yeah, I bring Cameron White back. He can. I think he's played a few tests, I'm pretty sure. He's played a lot of one-dayers. Can bowl the old leg break if he's forced to. Yeah, I've seen a picture of Cameron White wearing, wearing a bag of green, so um, we'll, we'll come back to that. Um, yeah. uh, and scorches. Do we go? Do we already said them? No, no, no. Uh, yeah, uh, I think Klinger. I think Michael Maxi Klinger out yeah. of retirement, back in the squad. out of retirement, back in the squad. The uh, why not? Yeah, he, uh, he always deserved one. Never got one. So uh, shout out to the page. And finally, who from the Heat could possibly on Big Bash form? It's got to be Lynn. It has he's, to be Lynn. He's actually <laughs> he's he's their only. Performer at the moment. Okay, hey boys. With that segment, I think um, John and I are off for the pod. But um, yeah, cool. Did you want to say anything else before we go? Just give us, Jono. Just give us your take on cricket. Yeah, Jono, and, and explain why you would watch, like, what which code of cricket you'd like to watch more than anything. Look, I'll be honest. The last serious sporting championship I watched was a video game one. I watched the Dota two ones. Midway through 2018, OG, OG won. They, they uh, had a serious loss with the team had to disband and reform just months before it. 
qualifiers didn't pan out properly. In the end, the person who left OG uh, met in the climactic finale with OG, and OG eventually became victorious uh, uh, under Tom. Who was it? Ah, uh, No Tail. So um, that's my. There's your esports rap. So what what we need what we need for you to get into cricket that's is. Awesome. For you know, Ashes Cricket 2017 to just go yeah. wildly crazy, wildly successfully, to become yeah. an esport and then yeah. have a cricket game as an esport. That's <laughs> and what a bit we more need. Tension between players, like maybe they can have some off off the off the field drama as well. Um, just make it a bit more interesting. Yeah. Well, we spice it up. Baby. We're not short on off field drama, really. But <laughs> uh, Sam's. Oh, yeah, that's oh no, that was bad. Right. He should have been on the boundary. Th- th- thanks, dudes. That's all right. Have a good one, guys. See you later. Bye. See ya. Okay, so thank you very much to uh, Jono and Ladd, as as per usual, joining us. But special thanks to Jono for giving his uh, raw thoughts on cricket and and esports as well, if we do choose to leave that in there. Um, Now, something that we've promised that we'll do, but we haven't actually gotten around to yet, is a little look at how the overseas players are faring this year in the BBL. So we might just pick out some highlights because yeah. there are quite a few. We don't have to go team for team. We don't have to be too methodical about this. I think the obvious one in my mind is, is well, either Rashid Khan or now Sandeep, I know is yeah, half yeah. of his name. Lamachain. Is Who? it Lamachain Sandeep or Sandeep Lamachain? Sandeep Lamachain. And we, we actually said goodbye to him. He's off to the Bangladeshi Premier League. So we only got... Uh, three or four games out of him. He's going to absolutely dominate in those conditions. Like Nepalese, they're over on the subcontinent. I know, obviously, like there's a bit of an altitude difference, but (laughs) I think um, his his short trackers on those wickets are going to be absolutely unplayable. And it was so great seeing him be so like chuffed by all the Nepal support. Like that that image of him down on the boundary, I think it was in Sydney, sort of unable to wipe the grin off his face. Imagine if you told any of us ten years ago that there'll be a Nepalese kind of bastion of supporters lining up to, you know, go watch the cricket at the SCG. Nepal are now actually the next country really pushing for the new test berth. I'd say Nepal, Oman, the Netherlands and Scotland are kind of the big four that are jostling for that new kind of... Hong Kong play a bit oh, as well. Oh, big that shot from Ashton small. Turner there, right? Oh, he's gone six. Oh, I feel like oh, that, that was a replay. A few- that was oh, a replay, okay. sorry. Ah, I feel like my grandma caught out all the time. Yeah. Um, so he's one. Uh, Rashid Khan, obviously some rough situ- uh, rough circumstances. But there, he's but an incredibly consistent performer. He's insanely consistent. Yeah. And like, com- seems unaffected by the hype. Like... It, I get the I get the impression that it actually bolsters his his game really. I love his celebrations, the old aeroplane. Oh, he's a he's a he's a classic performer. Yeah. Uh, let's stick with the Afghans. Who else is there? Uh, <laughs> I there's one w- in every squad, isn't there? Yeah, else there? <laughs> I kind of want to jump. Wanted to jump over to Joss Butler. He's been a lot better than Joe Root. That's yes. a great slow ball from um, the Sandu there, by the way. But Butler has been batting fantastically. He just keeps scoring runs. What is, what is he bat in the England lineup? He's a bit all over the place. Sometimes he's a bit of a Gilchrist. He can play one or seven. Tends not to be. Oh, I've seen him bat at five as well for England. He, he's a, he's in every kind of position. Is he, he it, the guy who had the hectic heart st- surgery stuff? No, no. He? You're thinking of um, James Taylor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who, Great songwriter though. 
<laughs> Great songs. Um, the other Englishman in the Big Bash at the moment is playing for the other Sydney team, Tom Curran. We've talked about him already a little bit. He's he's had a really good season. Oh, and Jopra Archer as well. Oh, he's, of course. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really push he's apparently really pushing for World Cup. And is they reckon in those conditions he'll be here absolutely dominate. Has, has he has he done much this season? Hasn't this been series? hasn't been very good this season. Well, his pace has been up. He's throwing him down at about one fifty. So yeah. I, I would say he's yeah. probably the fastest bowler. Him and James Pattinson are probably the two Strike bowlers at the moment, but yeah, is is he a Mitchell Johnson one fifty or a Sean Tate one hundred and fifty? Because uh, there's a big difference. Well, I mean, Mitchell Johnson one hundred and fifty is an absolute like. There's a very narrow bracket in which that yeah. that occurred. So I would I would personally put him more in that area. Yeah, but I mean, he can swing the ball around quite a bit. I mean, I feel like he's he's got a bit of the um the Tim Southy sort of combination of pace and movement. Maybe not quite as yeah, he, or consistent. Yeah, that's a that's a fair call. I just, he just hasn't got the kind of results this season. And I'd flip and love to see some more Kiwis in the in the Big Bash. Like obviously that's it's not gonna happen because of the way their summers work out. And oh I mean speaking of Kiwis, if we're talking overseas players, yeah. I mean, does anyone even know if Brendan McCullum's still here? Oh he's hasn't done anything, has he? He's been he? out in the middle at all when it comes to batting. Might try and pull up his performances because it it does appear that maybe his time is up. I've got a theory that him and Dan Vittori just hang out together in Brisbane <laughs> and just completely bl- blank the rest of the team. Yeah, sort I of wonder. Reignite their old, ah, um, oh, remember back in the 2003 World Cup where we made the semis <laughs> and then we made the semis again in 07 and then we made the semis again in, oh, and then we got smashed in the final. Yeah, then, then he get, do you reckon McCullum goes, oh, I remember the time I got out in the first over of the World Cup <laughs> yeah. a few years ago. Oh, that's classic. He actually dropped down the order. He went, went to uh, number four. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, and... Got eight from thirteen. So. Oh no! <laughs> Look, not not a lot to report back there from Baz. He's still quite a young guy, actually. I looked him up the other day. He's only, I think he's thirty six. I'll get that one up pretty quick. So he's definitely not the the eldest in the in the BBL, but yeah, um, quite a shame there, really. He's thirty seven, but yeah, there's you, you see some people play till they're forty odd. So, all up, how will we define how the um, overseas players are going? Because I would say inconsistently would be yes. my would be my thing. Or That's ma- my read. Mm. Or maybe inconsistency is unfair to the ones who are doing well. Maybe it's like it's black or it's black or white, really. Uh, I mean that in the performance sense. <laughs> Which, of the word. Yeah. It's a shame because what the te- what these teams bring overseas players in for is the crowds, right? Like mm. you want to have a marquee kind of. Guy that's gonna that's gonna bring bring the numbers in. And like, the Rashid Khan, the FC at the moment that the Italian dude that everyone's loving. Oh, I could not tell you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> never mind about that one. I love Liverpool, but <laughs> shout out to the A League podcast if it if it exists. I'm sure one does. Um, people like Rashid Khan and Lamont Shane are, are drawing numbers. I say Rashid Khan is probably the main the name draw mm. card, and like that's what the West Indians really. Pulled in the past. I mean, Chris Gale obviously alone could fill out Marvel Stadium. Do you guys do you guys remember the time he had the gold bat? Chris Gale, yeah, yeah, he had like a gold a, bat. That sounds yeah. like a Carl Sandylands kind of thing. Yeah, to do. No, I've never heard of that. I'm pretty sure it was the first game of the season he came out with a gold bat, and he got told to get rid of it because it was damaging the ball. I think it was like <laughs> it was painting the ball like gold. Yeah, and Andre I'm Russell sort of tried that with a black bat. The black yeah, bat. <laughs> wasn't black it the black bat. mamba or something? Or was that yeah. Kobe Bryant? I think it's the same thing. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I love it. Um, and what the the real kind of the question long term for the big bash is: you want it to be lucrative enough 
or worth it enough for these other players to actually want to come. You want this season we did see a lot of new overseas players kind of make their first big bash appearance. I mean Joe Root I think is the main one that sort of garnered the oh I'm um, garnered the most interest from the get go. But he's had also like very, very little impact for the mm. Thunder. Um and I wouldn't at all think that people are rocking through the gate to see him. I I always like just forgot he's playing for them, given the the minimal amount of um, I guess space set on the game. I'd say he's probably more of like a mentoring role for your youngins, like Jason Sanger and Danny Sams, more than anything. But he's not a T Twenty player either. Like this is the first um, international T Twenty tournament that he that he's played himself. So you know, may, maybe like you don't want the BBL to become a a training ground for non T Twenty specialists, but. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. We'll um we'll wrap that segment up. Now the other big thing that happened uh, since we last spoke, there's been a few of them actually. It's been a. I feel like the Big Bash just gives you bucket loads of content, and it's hard to get through it all. Is um the return of the outcast, Cam Bancroft, mm. after nine months in the in the wilderness, got on the spirit of Tassie and made his way down to Bell Reef. Yeah. Um, he sure did, and he was re- that up yeah. He, he, he was re- received with booze. Yeah, apparently, I'm not surprised. Um, I I don't really have much respect for him. You know, I I know it wasn't all his fault, but you know, he came in, he scored his one run, and then he went and back he to uh, and he, then he went back to Perth. Yeah, back to the dugout. I I think he's um man. Just uh, on a side note, the Thunder have been taking a lot of uh, shots at the stumps through this game as Perth have scampered the, the singles. I think it's going to be a close finish, to be honest. I think, is it 40 runs from 15 balls is the yeah. equation. So, Long so way we, to go. We are going to try and wrap this up quite quickly because I actually really want to focus on this, to be honest. Um, look, I think the interview that Bancroft did didn't do him any favours whatsoever. Well, um, So for think? those that aren't aware, he um, did a pretty in-depth interview with Gilchrist and... Look, the the kind of overall verdict is was kind of blame shifting and kind of um, unjustified resolution. In, in my mind, it is your your Dutton, your Morrison, and your Turnbull in the leadership spill, and it's happening in the cricket team. I say Warner's definitely your, your Dutton. I do like Dave Warner, <laughs> and I don't think he's racist, yeah. but he's definitely <laughs> the Dutton character in the entire thing. And then I would say. Bancroft is being your Malcolm Turnbull in New York, giving doorstops that no one just really cares about anymore and people just kind of want to get on with it. I'm genuinely not that, like, excited about the outcasts returning in terms of just the the appeal to the game. And the whole Bancroft thing, I would have rather just to be a very quiet silo back in. Obviously, he was going to get booed mm. and, like, whatever. That's just going to happen to all and three I, of them. And I think he's got a media advisor telling him, oh, it's good for you to do an interview. And he just said things like, you know, he's at peace with himself and he's he's proud of the way that he was honest about things. He was no, forced to be honest. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you're honest about things, then yeah, you, maybe yeah. wouldn't have, you maybe wouldn't have done it in all honesty. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. he's not honest a bit too much. So, I mean, Cam, maybe just shut up. To yeah. be honest, just shut up and, and and play the game, which you've done tonight. He ma- is uh, hit his first maximum back. Oh, uh, great! Catch him. Ashton Turner's turning it on here. He's really he's really actually taking it to them. Twenty eight from twelve. That's very very doable. Ooh. Very quickly. Um, how do you think Bancroft is going to fare for the rest of this BBL? No, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's not keen. Uh, I think he'll 
He's got some warming up to do. <laughs> I think he might just get swept un- under the rug a bit. I think he'll just be kind of be a nothing player, you know, that won't really get any more headlines apart from the fact that he got off the ban. I actually think he's been a bit of a nothing player for the past two years anyway, yeah. since he got dumped from that Bangladesh tour. Now, we're going to wrap this up because there is a game going on here. Let's, let's, um, let's blow around the grounds. Let's see what's coming up. We'll go around, we'll go around to Monday because we'll be back with our next pod on Monday. But this has been the relaxed That's holiday right. version. Renegades host the Strikers in Geelong. In Geelong? Yeah. Interesting. They just built a new, they just start building a new is, stand there. Is that, the stadium, is that not Marvel Stadium? That's not Marvel Stadium. Geelong is, uh, I think they play three Etihad. games there this year. No, it's not Etihad. Etihad is Marvel Stadium. Right. But Geelong is a completely different Oh, right. It's just called together. Geelong Cricket Ground. You're right. Yeah. The, G, the GCG. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Uh, uh, I'll pick the Strikers for this uh, one. Strikers for this one. Um, I'm going to pick the Renegades because Strikers have an up-down, up-down kind of policy. So I, think I, mean, I feel like I the, the Renegades are very much there. They've, they've got the Coles colours, and I think the Coles, um, the Coles theme song can be applied to their season at the moment. Next up, the Hurricanes host the Sixers down in Hobart. and I Could think be a really great game. It could be. Could be. Yes. I think, I think the Hurricanes will uh, kind surely. of continue their form, yeah, yeah. though. The Sixers, oh man, Jackson Rainbow is smashing them down. Uh, I, I really think um, they <laughs> they depend quite heavily on um, Moises uh, having a good hit here. But Jordan Silk's home ground too, uh, ah, giving true. his move to Tasmania. Yeah. So if Sixers bat first, I would say they're a real chance. But I'd say Hurricanes. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm on the cane train. I'm I'm quite on, I'm on the cane train as well, actually. Got a double header up on the Saturday with oh, the Stars. Double header. Stars hosting the Thunder. Um, apparently, in, apparently in Queensland, according to my app, but I I do doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe a little bit of an administrative area here. Oh. Good shot. It's really it's really a ball by ball contest yeah. now. Um, Stars hosting Thunder. What do you reckon, Nick? Um, I think this is going to be actually be a really good game. A cracking. I think game. it's going to be really close. It. I think they're evenly poised. And the Thunder do well at the G too. Yeah. Um, look, I'll uh, I'll back the Thunder here. I reckon Joe Root's going to have an innings finally. Yeah, I think I think it's oh, about I, time. I wonder if he's got to go. I, this may be his last game. I think that game really depends. <laughs> I think that game is really going to depend on um, who bats first, to be honest. I, th- oh. I think I'm going to pick the Thunder as well for that game, in all honesty. And the the other match is the Heat heading over to Scorchers for a bottom-of-the-table clash. That oh, sell really is, uh, I'm going Scorchers. <laughs> Scorchers still has some talent there. Yeah. Uh, the Heat are really just... Uh, yeah. I, think, I think the Scorchers can't be written it's off. What so. sh- it's what should be the best bowling attack against what is the worst batting lineup. So I feel like there's a lot of games in this round coming on not round, but in this week coming up that were meant to be really marquee games when the BBL <laughs> started. Like, yeah, I feel like the Thunder v Stars was meant to be like the X Factor clash. I feel like the Heat and the Scorchers was meant to be like, you know, Oh, what was that? Reverse, that was trash. The reverse pull. Zisto's gone for a reverse hit. I, I reckon <laughs> that's the first time he's ever tried that hit. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> and it looks like it has. He's a traditional kind of player. On Sunday, we'll keep moving. The Strikers host the Sixers, so the Sixers have a, a busy schedule again. They've been playing a lot. Yeah, Is that in right. Sydney, that game? That no, been in Adelaide. Um, Shivers. So the Sixers of, are on the road. A lot of movement lot for of them. Damn, um, like well, obviously they can't play at Sydney. While oh, the true. test is on, that's oh, right. How can I? How can I forget? So, um, oh, I pick. that's a good game. Yeah, I actually don't know who I'm going to pick. I might go. Uh, I might go strikers because I, I honestly, I don't rate the sixes. Yeah. I'm going to stick with my up down, up down. So down for strikers. Sixes 
to win that one. Sixers to win that one. I'm going to go to the Strikers for that one. On gut. Just um, at home, 50,000 mm. people. And yeah. yeah, yeah, should be a good game. And last game until our next podcast, the Renegades host the Hurricanes. Oh, look, I think the Canes are yeah. well and truly going to bring in, bring in a Category 5. That's as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> the cane train. <laughs> it's unstoppable. And Bev has been unstoppable as well. Um, giving quite the great media content. We'll post some more on our social media, but um, probably the, the best BBL supporter that we can get at the moment. Well, Bev. listeners, as we leave you, the Scorchers need 20 runs from their last over, so it should be an interesting one. We so might yeah. say goodbye on that note, though. So, listeners, thank you very much uh, for bearing with us as we watch this clash um, and as we just have a chilled out, uh, you know, return to 2019 for the podcast. Um, All the best. Stay safe on the roads. Get to a game. Show your colours for the team. I'm Alistair. I'm Miles. And I'm Nick. And we had Oliver and Jono. See you next time. See ya.